1: And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay.
0: Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash?
1: I just said our cash isn't content. Shh.
0: (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. You should never ask for advice outside of your relationship. Except if you're asking us.
1: (laughs) dead ass because listening to letters is my favorite part of the show let's dive in y'all hey i'm kadeen
0: and i'm deval
1: and we're the ellises
0: you may know us from posting funny videos with our boys
1: and reading each other publicly as a form of therapy
0: wait i make you need therapy most days
1: If I could mail my uh, heart right to you, I would. Hey. I'd pack it up, uh, seal it tight, uh, and I'd send it up mm, yeah. Or I'd drop it in the email box. Mm.
0: You're not going to sing the, so the, the bridge or the hook or uh, whatever it is? You're God.
2: not
0: going to sing it?
1: I don't know the words really, and I don't be faking it like What you. about sending my love? Sending my sending love. Sending my love.
0: That exactly.
1: To you. Praying that
0: you
2: uh, uh, uh,
1: are uh, uh, sealing it uh, uh, with a kiss. Sending my love. Hey, we love when y'all send y'all love to us. Yes, we do. And you ask us for our two cents because. You know, we got two cents
0: to spare. Sidebar: K be trying to teach y'all on the karaoke. I noticed that, right? Every time I <sighs> sing the karaoke, I give y'all my best. Guys, K just be giving y'all the bare minimum. Didn't but even want to sing the hook. But I also understand
1: my lane. But yeah, I did. I had to make sure I had my lyrics straight because I don't like to be fumbling people's lyrics. Don't oh, nobody to... care about
0: the lyrics, yo. It's all about the essence.
1: All right, all right. I'll give y'all essence from now on. Is that enough?
0: Yes, because <laughs> they're gonna be singing the wrong words with us too. Like that's... <laughs> This is what this is what we do.
1: <laughs> that is a fact.
0: Listening letters are great. When mm-hmm. we do the live shows,
1: mm-hmm. people
0: can't wait to stand up and do their listening letters <laughs> in person. It's just funny <laughs> to watch people be like, nobody judge me. <laughs> but, but I'm going to ask this question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's the wildest listening letter we've ever had or that we can remember? I feel like there was a wild one that we had sometime last season and I cannot place it.
0: All I know is that dude said he jacked four or five times a day <laughs> and he married. I just want to know what kind of job he got where he could just step away (laughs) and just rub one out real quick. Like that's Uh, that's a lot of jacking to do.
1: That was yeah. Because if you figure four or five times a day, and you're up, how many people are up on average of how many hours? Let's think, twelve to fifteen hours a day. Oh yeah. So that means every at least three Three hours. hours,
0: Yeah.
1: Like that's how many meals I'm trying to get into lose this goddamn weight. I'm trying to eat six times a day. So you know
0: what? I guess there's there's a way. I guess there's a way.
1: So instead of eating, we're jacking.
0: Yeah. Don't right. judge, don't judge my man. No yo, saying, he's hey, being vulnerable with us letting us know what it is. Hey,
1: no judgment at all, but I was just trying but to But that was one of the wildest worked.
0: listener letters I ever had. For sure, for
1: sure. It's a lot of I jacking. How does he stay like.
0: hydrated? Just letting out that much fluid right. four or five times a day every day? Right.
1: Drink a bottle of water after each. That's
0: 28 to jack 35 session. jacks a, a freaking week, bro. <laughs> That's over 120 jacks a month, bro. <laughs> That's mad jacks, That's bro. That's mad. Fluid. It's mad fluid and protein. where do protein. you put it
1: all? Like, where does it go?
0: It's mad fluid and protein, bro. Where does it go? I don't know. Hmm. In the sock? I guess. <laughs> I don't know, bro. It's just a lot. <laughs> but hey, man. Hey, 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 teach his own. You know what I mean? Probably healthy. Don't, probably let, that discourage you. Probably healthy. don't
2: let
1: that discourage y'all from writing in. I promise you. No. I promise you. There's no judgment here. We just be trying to figure things out. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's dive into the first one. Hey, hey, Deval and Kadeen. First of all, I wanna say that I love listening to you guys and see your family videos. I sometimes even share them with my husband, which brings me to my situation. My mm-hmm. husband and I have been celebrating, or will be celebrating our first wedding anniversary coming up in September. Now, Deval, I've heard you say in a previous episode how much you miss your girlfriend. Thanks. That's exactly how I feel. I miss my boyfriend. We're 26 and we moved in together about four months ago from being in a committed relationship with one another. We, we've known each other most of our lives and I've spent plenty of time around his family due to his cousin being my best friend for about 15 years. Mm. We got engaged one year into our relationship and married nine months later. Nice. We've had our riffs, of course, about small things that happen in our everyday life. He really enjoys playing video games, 2K, and looks at that time as his alone time and relaxation. I've gotten better with allowing him to have that time even though most times it takes mm. up the majority Once we're both home from work.
0: Allow. It's funny to hear a woman say, allow him, have that time. But let a man say, we allow our wives. They be ready to just fight. You don't allow me to do nothing. Nothing. You all right? Nah, I'm triggered right now. You triggered
1: over there. Trigger yes. warning. You should have put a trigger warning, sis, because <laughs> listen, Deval's feeling some kind of way. <laughs> we sometimes even have disagreements about how we deal with each other's needs. I want him to be more affectionate and allow me to be my affectionate, energetic self without feeling like I'm bothering him. He's saying that life isn't a fairy tale or a movie, which duh, I know. <laughs> what I'm what what I want is to feel loved and feel that we can have fun together even if it's just being at home. There's a saying that the man must love the woman more than she loves him for the things to work. Really?
0: I ain't never heard that before. I don't know about
1: that. Sometimes I'm not sure if that's the case with us. Of course, things are different and some things will be difficult in the first year of marriage. I look forward to coming home to him show and showing him my love. But whenever we actually spend time together, it seems like it's a chore for him or not something he really wants to do. Mm. we've even thought about just drawing back from each other a bit and somewhat detaching i care very much and he doesn't feel like anything is wrong i see how other people are with their significant others including you guys my, my best friend and her boyfriend and i long to have that Mm-mm. in my relationship with my husband Mm-mm. <laughs>
0: Mm-mm. That's, don't do that but go ahead. i know
1: i know how do i get the man i fell in love with without feeling like i'm forcing him to enjoy being with me I don't want to push him away or lose him. First of all, sis, <laughs> you don't necessarily want what me and DeVal have. Because the struggles that we've had, which we vocalize and we've spoken about a lot on this podcast, um, are things that we continue to still struggle with. DeVal is a super affectionate one. I'm not. I enjoy it all the time. She's not Deval affectionate doesn't. at all.
0: She went to sleep last night didn't say i love you or nothing to me she just went into bed didn't say good night or nothing
1: mad tired y'all i just didn't fell asleep say i just fell asleep and i have many nights like that and i need to do better i do because mad I know nights that, like that that i just he, go to
0: sleep and i just go to the room and she already be asleep facts. no good night no love you but then it'd be
1: nights nice that i wake up and uh you know well and do i'm we sure know? you're appreciative what of those we nights what do we know when i wake up and i lay one on you
0: Okay. Yeah, it happens once so a month. So let's talk
1: about... let's. That's a lie. And
0: once a month. That
1: is a whole lie.
0: I mean, you never just wake up and lay one on me. I wake you up to get it laid on me. The There's a difference. That, the
1: point is that I There's wake up, There's a difference. The point Yo, is you that get, I get up. up.
0: You get up. Right? You get and up. And I get the job but done. But you don't ever just wake up like...
1: Ooh, oh no, my gosh, look that, at my know.
0: husband over there.
1: Definitely not doing that Let shit Let me anymore.
0: give him the sloppy toppy right tired.
1: now. The bitch be tired. But when I'm up though, and when he wakes me up, I'll be ready to go.
0: No, I was shaking my head to her <laughs> statement about, uh, I look at you guys. and Don't yeah. do that. The, the minute you tailor make your relationship to other people's expectations, you're going to fail. Because no one can be as good as me and Kadeen are at being me and Kadeen. Yeah. We're already doing it. You, No one's ever going to be as good as that. Nope. Like no, because because no one's ever gonna be as good as you are as being you are to you and your your man. Like we could try to be y'all, and it won't work. Like if I try to play two K and K try, and I'm like, you see how she be on 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 him? Let me play two K. Maybe you be on me. It's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to emulate something I see, but it's not something that I want or need. Right. What you have to do is tell him over and over and over again what you want and what you need because marriage is an ongoing conversation. It's never gonna end, ma
1: yeah it's really never gonna end like it's literally mm-hmm. every day waking up and deciding to have those conversations to make mm-hmm. those choices you know i
0: but i do understand wa- her feeling though yeah like the feeling of not being wanted like Kadine and i tell kadeen all the time i'm a super affectionate person mm-hmm. Kadine walks by me i'm gonna grab her i'm gonna rub her i'm gonna whisper something in her ear i'm just gonna tell her come here and she's be like, what? i like, what? What? And I'm just like, "Nothing." can I just rub your thigh real quick? And then I'll just walk by her and then it's like, not the same. Yeah. But you also have to understand that people have different ways of showing love. Right. And if you expect the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with to be exactly on the same page with you in every aspect of life, you're going to be up for disappointment because people show love differently so
1: yeah I mean I feel like the the term love language I don't know if that's overused now because I know I'll be tired of hearing of it but I think it's a real thing it is it definitely is is a real thing we're trying to decipher how people are able to display love how they're able to receive love what's needed where the deficits may lie so um have those conversations with her sis and also to realize that it's a lot different sometimes too once you finally move in together like was he super Uh. affectionate just as the boyfriend and then the minute y'all got together it's like Now he's here. Were they living together ahead of time or not? Because there's the moments to miss each other. Think about when you're traveling, for example, when you're away, when you're filming or whatever, if we're ever apart for whatever reason, sometimes just having that distance alone is enough to make you feel like, damn, I can't wait to see my person again and be in their space and be that affectionate person that I want him to be or he needs me to be versus the monotony of a day-to-day coming home and it just being the same thing. I get. That it. can also be. I think there's he's two things, with. though.
0: Number one, if they moved together recently, then that means they moved in together during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That was an anomaly. Like mm-hmm. you can't, you can't say my life moving forward is going to be like this based on the way it was in 2020 and 2021, because That's nobody was outside, nobody was doing anything. It was just, it was a very awkward, weird time. So yeah. don't judge him or judge yourself based on that. Number two, it, it goes without saying. I mean, I have to say this. No one understand what it feels like to be the over affectionate person in a relationship until you are the over affectionate person in a relationship. Because the other person, since they're not affectionate, thinks that everything is fine. Mm-hmm. But you, yep. if you're the affectionate one, is walking around feeling at a deficit because you feel like, dang, this person doesn't love me as much as I love them because they're not acting the way you act. Mm-hmm. And that's difficult for someone. You and I have talked about that all the time. Yep. For me, it was just like, yo, like I got this girl that I just I'm madly in love with. I want to be around her all the time and she just don't feel the same. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, do you not love me? Is it something about my physical appearance? Like it becomes a thing where you start to question yourself. And you internalize it. And you internalize it. And then I know with, with us, when I'm away, the minute I leave, like the minute I leave, she'll send me a text, I'm missing you already. And I'd be like, bitch, I was in the house for three fucking weeks. You ain't even fucking hug me. <laughs> now I leave the house and it's, I miss you already. Right. I just need getting, you
1: in my space. I just need you in my space, bro. It's I need
0: just need you in my space. I think people like that, like me, like mm-hmm. her, really take time. Like It takes us time to realize that that doesn't mean the person doesn't love us. Right. They just love differently because you only love people the way you know you want to be loved. Mm-hmm. And when you're not getting that, it makes you feel away. So I understand where she's coming
1: from. No, for sure. For sure. I have those conversations just because it's still early on. I know you guys, you've been around the family a long time and all that, which is great. Um, But I understand that feeling of wanting to have that boyfriend, girlfriendness back because don't we all wish that we can bottle up that very fresh newness that we've yeah. experienced in the relationship. And don't be afraid to push start.
0: him away by telling him your truth. If yeah. you telling him your truth means he wants to be with someone else or be pushed away, then that's not your person. Like I tell Kadeem my truth. And she's often like, oh, babe. And then she's just like, well, I don't want you to feel that way. Let's work on it. Mm -hmm. If I were to tell Kadeem my truth and she'd be like, well, nigga, you doing too much. and I don't want all of that. Then I'm like, all right, well, if you don't want that and this is what I require, then we don't need to be together. Mm -hmm. So tell him your truth. And once he makes his response, then you know how to move. All right. We're up to listen to letter number two. Mm -hmm. Hey, Kadeem and DeVal, please keep me anonymous. Of course. (laughs) First off, I just want to say I love the podcast. You guys are really out here changing and saving relationships one episode at a time. Thank you so much.
2: No, thanks.
0: Okay, here it goes. My boyfriend of eight years found out a few years ago that his daughter is not biologically his. Mm. Before this was revealed, he was on child support and joint custody was granted, but the mother made it very hard and did everything she could to make parenting miserable for him. And the irony is it's not his. Mm. (laughs) Fast forward to the present, we have maybe spent... A month's total worth of days with the daughter since we found out. The mother has taken my boyfriend off of child support and she is currently living with and in a relationship with the daughter's biological dad. Okay, so then there we go. It okay, It seems now we only get to see the daughter when it's convenient for the mother. Oh, they still want to be in the daughter's life. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we don't get to see or hear from the daughter and he's blocked most of the time. It's clear that the mother no longer wants us to be a part of her daughter's life and my boyfriend can't seem to let this go. Wow. I understand that. Mm-hmm. If that's, that's been your difficult. daughter for yes. a, a long time, there's, there's no way to just let that go. Right. She, kudos to him because a, a, a less of a man would have been like, I'm out. But that right. that child doesn't deserve that. Right. He's even talking about hiring a lawyer to enforce his joint custody agreement. I'm fearful at this point he is setting himself up for heartbreak because I feel that if he takes her, the court is going to get ugly. I know he loves her as as I do, but a part of me feels as if we should just fall back. Of course you would being as though her biological dad is in the picture and wanting to be a dad. I don't know how to bring this up to him as this is a touchy subject. I understand that. Mm-hmm. And he gets defensive as I would too every time mm-hmm. I try to talk about it. I don't know why he is holding on so strong because if someone's presented to you as their daughter yeah. and your heart takes them in as a daughter, you don't yeah. just let that go. Yeah. You know what's funny about women? I mean, let me say this, man. Also, this has kind of had our relationship in a stagnant place. As That's he has stated before that He doesn't want to move things forward until he gets things figured out with his kids. Mm -hmm. Frankly, I'm tired of waiting and I don't feel like the option of engagement marriage should be contingent on whether he can get the situation to work out. Any advice would be helpful. Love you guys and the pod. Keep it up. Truly frustrated and over it. Here's my first thing right? I've noticed about women. Women have a strong connection with their own children. Mm -hmm. right? But I've also noticed that that those same women... And I I hate to generalize because you can't say all women, but when they find out that their partner has a child, it's almost like an instant block that that child is not my child and the connection is just not as strong. So it's like I'm ready to cut ties.
1: You mean cut ties with the child or the husband? No, as far
0: as like telling the husband like you need to just let that go or the boyfriend like. Cause it's not their child, so they're like, you know, can't you just walk away from it? Mm-hmm. But not understanding that it's there's an emotional attachment, you can't just expect. Like for example, we know some people who have relationships with people's baby mothers, mm-hmm. and it'd be, you know, you hear women sometimes just be like, "Yo, why don't you just, you know, just let it go, let her have it." Like, and it's like you're really asking this man to walk out of their own child's life, right? Because you feel inconvenience that Mm -hmm. he has a child with another woman, Mm -hmm. but not understanding that if it was on the other end and that was your child, you would want that child to have a relationship with their father. And Mm -hmm. I just find the duality of like womanhood and motherhood. It's like when it's your child, you're ready to protect them. But when it's someone else's child, that the obvious should be to understand and protect that child. But sometimes like, well, this is my man now. So whatever that child is going through doesn't matter. I can you know what see what I'm that.
1: Um, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I think in this instance, she is more frustrated with the fact that a couple things. A, she doesn't want her, and she's probably she's having to deal with this too, right? So absolutely, can't ex- expect for this to be a thing where she just removes herself from it and is like, you no way, deal with it. There's no. no way she could do that. She has to, and she too says she's had a relationship with this child as well. But I think what she's getting at is that she doesn't want him to set himself up for failure now that. Will the courts even grant him any kind of joint custody, seeing as though technically he's just not the father at all? And now that the biological father is back into her life and she's with her biological mom, will will he be fighting a fight that is just not I going to ever end up in his favor? I
0: understand that, but even that in itself is unfair. right? You say that this is my biological child. Mm-hmm. I do everything that I'm supposed to to take I mean care that. of the yes. child. You know what I'm saying? I'm on child support. I'm so fighting awful. for visitation. I'm building a relationship with the child. But then it turns out it's not mine, and you expect me just to cut all that off? Right. Like, there's no real man that I know that would be able to say, why washing my hands off of this, especially if you've watched that child from birth become a little person knowing that that person is going to be saying well where's my dad
1: and then feeling maybe some sort of abandonment and stuff too from that yeah it's it's a very sticky and difficult situation um (laughs) for a lot of the parties involved here but i can't also understand this woman feeling like damn like until he figures this out then we're stagnant like their relationship can't move in any kind of way because that's where his focus is now she wants him to either relinquish himself of this focus or figure out what the happy medium but is that's what be. I'm, but
0: that's what i'm saying is the duality of motherhood is like when it's my child mm-hmm. you care but about she didn't
1: say if she's a mother or not did she so no, she didn't no, 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 even but, have children no, yet she, to no. understand what that's like
0: right but what i'm saying is she's talking about trying to move forward for the future mm-hmm. and what i'm trying to point out is that it's the understanding that that's someone's child
2: mm-hmm. it may
0: not be your child right but to say you need to wash your hands of this and move on mm-hmm. to me it's like that that that's bad karma right you know
2: I what understand. i'm saying because
0: that because that child didn't ask for this situation of course not. and for because it's inconvenient for you in the moment to say wash your hands of that and leave it alone i think that's extremely selfish you know I and mean, i'm not saying that she doesn't have a right to feel a way mm-hmm. because she does like you didn't ask for this. The woman lied mm-hmm. or the woman didn't know. And here you are have been. And she said the woman has been a hell to deal with for the past couple of years. Right. Dealing with this whole child. So She's I understand her animosity towards the woman and stuff right. like that. But where is the empathy for the child and the man that you love knowing that this is someone that he calls his daughter. Right. It's impossible for you to tell that man. Let why just wash your hands and let it go. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way. Right. You know what I'm saying? She's
1: she's asking for it to be that cut and dry because she does say too she's had a relationship with child because she's been around as well, too. I'm curious to know she has her own children with or without him. Because sometimes too, not having been a mother or knowing what that feels like. Yes, it might be bad karma, like you said, but in that moment, she may not even be able to relate on that level because unless you've been a mother, you don't understand really fully what it's like. You can imagine it. But
0: I hear you but you said you don't think that she's saying she literally said I know he loves her as I do but part of me feels he should just fall back being as though her biological like that that to me is like asking someone to fall back from someone who they have taken in as their child even even like I'm not gonna lie to you right we have a lot of young people that we call our children right there are some in particular who are more like my kids than mm-hmm. others. If at this point that person's ch- f- father came into their life mm-hmm. and they were like, Your devout, you need to fall back. Mm-hmm. I would be heartbroken and yeah. y'all would probably see me fight somebody no, as I much agree. as I've done and to be a part of this person and to instill yeah. into this person what it is to be a man. And now someone comes in and it's just right. like, well, we, all right, well fall back. Mm-hmm. And I, and the thing is I already have my own kids, right? but that's not the point. Once you create a bond with, some, and I don't think that, that's what I'm saying about Right. The duality of motherhood, because I don't think mm-hmm. women understand when you have a good man and he chooses to be a father to someone, the title doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And saying to fall back, especially because we, we've had this in other Listener Letters where his baby mother is crazy. I wish he would just leave that situation alone. Mm-hmm. It is hard for a good man to just leave a situation alone. When their child is involved.
1: Wait, I agree with you 100%. I'm just playing devil, devil's advocate and trying get to it. see maybe her perspective on things. Her wanting to protect her husband from, or her man now from like you. potential heartbreak. You hate like,
0: anybody who's against I'm a, me. I'm a
1: pit bull for you. I know that. I'm a pit bull for you a 100 times over and I don't even think twice about it. If that person don't like you or don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with them. Like That's just what it is. And I can see how maybe she feels like Okay, that. I mean Dude, that's fair. You know that's what I'm fair. saying? It's like, okay, we love this daughter and everything. Her mother been giving us hell from day one. However, I just don't want you to be even more heartbroken than you are now. That's fair. Putting into the hope that maybe I can get some joint custody. Maybe I can, you know, be in this. No, girl's that's, life that's still fair. Until that's fair. maybe this girl is of age. Hopefully he can have some sort of presence where the daughter still knows he's there. But can until you she's imagine old enough to decide to want to come see him a little bit more?
0: But can you imagine, right, if you wait years? And then after years, you go to meet with this young lady, and she tells you, "My mom told me you ain't want me no more. She got right. rid of me." Because that happens what, a lot. Yeah, you're you know what I'm saying. Right. Who and, knows
1: what narrative she's creating over there?
0: And not only just for the young lady, but I don't think women realize when you have a man, a good husband, or a good father, or a good man, it's not easy to break that mm-hmm. that tie mm-hmm. with that tie with someone that mm-hmm. you consider to be your child. Yeah, like it's not a thing where you can just let it go. Right, and. The reason why I was talking about the duality is because moms know how hard it is. You would never break a mom's tie with their child. Right. But to hear, you know, women often sending listener letters saying like I wish he would just let it go mm-hmm. because it's inconvenient for them. Mm-hmm. To me it's just selfish because if when it's your child, right. no you one tells a mom or something like that. You know what I'm saying? That, I, I totally That's why I was saying the duality too. is just like crazy. I totally crazy. get
1: that perspective. Um but of course when we get these listener letters we try to weigh in different options. And, yeah. And I and, and I understand where you're opinion. coming
0: from as far as if she's a pit bull for him, it's like I don't want to see him hurt. Right. I just wish she may not know he how he would exist let it go. Space, so and I guess that's why she's remember. asking for help because she doesn't know how to exist. Yeah. Right, well, let's just give her some advice. Mm-hmm. I would say just be careful of trying to tell him to wipe his hands because that's gonna make him defensive mm-hmm. and that's gonna make him be like, you don't have what's in the best interest. Of me or this child. Mm-hmm. So that would make him.
1: That could potentially turn him off. Turn yeah, him off. Sure. Right. So
0: I would be, sure. I would refrain from Tread saying lightly, that. Right. <laughs> but I would try to, to find a way to be of assistance in helping it go smoother. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you have to be a chandu or conduit to the, the other baby mother. Mm-hmm. Don't. But you know help him figure out some you know look, read through this stuff to figure out how you can get custody right you know be be a part or asset uh, to yes, the cause exactly. as opposed to being against be it and forgetting like, just for be the advocate right cuz he needs that and he's not right. going to let it go right right, right. So, As
1: he shouldn't cuz yeah. he has a relationship and bond with this this young lady um so yeah good luck to you guys um we're two in i think we have a couple more and now might be a good good time to take a little break um gather up some more listeners and come back all right so stick around this show is sponsored by better help listen y'all losing two loved ones in a matter of six months it can be a lot and a lot of times when you're dealing with grief you have a lot to get off your chest with your family just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp.
0: Visit betterhelp.com deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, h slash deadass. Hey, what's good y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why Black representation in media is important. It's important because
1: smell for yourself try the reformulated near body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online all right now we're back and on to the third listener letter of the episode hi kane deval first things first i love you guys and admire you so much i pray that god's hand is on you and continue to bless your family thank you sis. We receive that so i just turned 28 and i am healing from my father's wounds I am the product of an affair. My father mm. cheated on his wife. I was angry and resentful for a long time because I felt like a secret and family members gave me a hard time as a child. Yeah. In 2005, my mother got married and I was excited to have a dad finally. Well, I feel like he wasn't exactly excited about having a daughter. Mm. My mom and stepdad have been married for 17 years and he has never tried to cultivate a relationship with wow. me. He never talks to me and we live in the same home. Like, we do not speak at all. And that's in caps. The most he says to me is good morning. We have had several family meetings respectfully expressing my hurt and he chose not to make a change. After I expressed how I felt multiple times, I feel like at this point he's choosing not to have a relationship with me. As a child, my mother used to try to make me pursue my stepfather, like telling me to ask him to do an activity with me. I feel like I should never have to do that. He married my mother and he chose to be a parent to me. I believe it's the parent's responsibility mm-hmm. to foster a relationship with their child. My mother thinks I should pursue him because he has provided for us. For me, a mm-hmm. house, cars, and food are what you're supposed to be doing as a provider. Material things mean nothing if you haven't taught me anything or tried to have a relationship with me. I love my mother so much that she knows, that she knows how I feel. It's very hurtful that she wants to have these fake moments of happiness knowing her husband doesn't speak to me. I cannot be fake, but I want to be respectful because I love my mom. I'm so hurt that I haven't chosen that I've chosen not to let him walk me down the aisle when I get married. It's fake because he and I have no relationship at all. Facts.
0: Don't let that nigga exactly. walk you down the Facts. aisle. He can stay a stupid ass in the stands. Like everybody part, else.
1: Exactly. As of 2020, my bio dad and I are getting better and closer. Over the years, my dad has tried to have a relationship with me despite my resentment for that. I give him his flowers.
0: So what are we talking about here? Right. What are we talking about here?
1: (laughs) How do I set boundaries with my mother to let her know to stop trying to force me to pursue my stepfather after I've told him and my mother how he's hurt me? Signed, a fatherless daughter. Oh, sis.
0: Miss, miss, sis, sis, you're not fatherless. You're not. this This is part of the issue, right? Your dad made poor choices when cheating on his wife. And you're the product of an affair. But if your dad always tried to have a relationship with you, you chose to try to have a relationship with someone else because you had resentment towards your dad. Mm -hmm. you had a father the whole time Mm -hmm. but he didn't look the way you wanted him to look or he wasn't presented the way you wanted to be presented so you pushed it off right and tried to have a relationship with this man Mm -hmm. who clearly wasn't interested
1: well rightfully so in a sense because she probably felt like okay if i'm being treated this way by other family members as if i'm sort of plague or i'm the outcast then it can in turn but what that
0: got to do with her relationship with her father
1: no i'm just saying that might be the reason why she feels a bit of the resentment that she feels towards her father because she was in turn treated this way unfairly by adults which we all know that's usually the case Facts. the adults are the ones who have no sense
0: of cooth but she did say that it was other people she didn't say my father treated me differently mm-hmm. she should have still fostered a relationship with her biological dad and told those other adults to kick rocks right because that's what they really need to do is just kick rocks right but i understand it you know what i'm as saying a child, if, yeah. if not even as a child the other adults say that say that's my sister say that's you know somebody that i know and then this guy mm-hmm cheated on my sister and had a whole baby, I'm gonna have some resentment towards him. Mm -hmm. I would never mistreat his child though because the daughter had nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. But everyone's not that mature. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But this this is just an opportunity for us to learn as people. When someone is looking to have a relationship with you and you discard it because it doesn't come in the package you want, and you try to have a relationship with someone else because the package looks better. Mm-hmm. You get what you asked for. That I can see that you see what for, I'm sure, for sure, for
1: sure. Because the package, as you're saying, just to kind of further explain. So you're saying that her stepfather looked like the perfect package because he provided, because he married her her mom, because he was doing all of the things and checking right. the boxes that needed. They to lived in the same house for a child, right? They right? lived
0: in the same house. So household. household. This is the package I was expecting from my family. So mm-hmm. that guy who is here is the guy that I'm going to try to force a relationship with. You know with.
1: what I also wonder? When she's had the conversations with her mom and stepdad, because she says she's tried to have these sit-down conversations, what, what does he say? Like, what is his reply? What's his response? Knowing that it hurts you that you don't have a relationship with him and you express it. Does he just completely ignore it? And it's for what reason?
0: Well, she doesn't say she have any siblings. Right. That was so I, was I wonder if he that. never wanted children to begin with. So it was just kind of like, well, here's a woman that I've fallen in love with. She already has a child, so she's not going to want kids. I don't want kids. And sometimes people just don't have that relationship with kids where they just don't want to have children. True. Or he they maybe, don't have
1: that capacity to even want to. Right. Or maybe deal he came children. from a
0: broken home and maybe the adults in his life were terrible, so he's just like I don't, I'm not. I'm not trying to get involved with that. Like, there's so many different layers to try to unpack. Mm-hmm. I just want her to realize that you have someone who is your actual biological father right. who wants to force a relationship, and that should be your, yeah, your. And
1: I don't your focus. I don't um, disagree with you not wanting your stepfather to walk you down the hell house no. To your wedding. I agree with you because that would be a bunch of just
0: <laughs> he could stay right there your and head be standing. quiet
1: stuff. Yeah, he could sit quietly next to your mom as he's been mm-hmm. for the past. However many years, and this
0: is how you set boundaries with your mom. Mom, I'm not interested in having a relationship with that man. Leave it alone. Period. I've had to do that with my mom.
1: Yes.
0: I've had to do that with my mom. Yes. That is my,
2: true. My
0: my biological grandfather on my mother's side does not have a relationship with us. Mm-hmm. He made choices in his life that he didn't want to be around uh me and my brother and my sister because he had issues with the family. Now I have grandkids. Now I have kids that are his grandkids, and for a long time, my mom used to be like, "Yo." Why don't you call your your grandfather? Why don't you call? Him? Because he doesn't try. He doesn't try. I'm not gonna try. Mm-hmm. Do I have any animosity towards him? No. I just don't have a relationship. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna continue to placate his behavior by trying to reach out because my mom is saying to reach out mm-hmm. and then getting burnt in in return. I reach out and I don't hear nothing back, or I reach out and then he drops the ball. So right. I end up being disappointed. Right. He's already disappointed you. I'm right. not gonna let him disappoint me, and I damn sure ain't gonna let him disappoint my kids. So I just Period. the boundary is I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. i'm an adult now you can't force me
1: yeah well said take that sis exactly what he said real. that's just what it is yeah because like you said you love your mom your mom has been there for you and that has nothing to do with the relationship you and your mom have so good luck to you sis
0: facts and not for nothing your mom is foul too it's just my personal opinion mm-hmm. you marry someone and you know that that person is also has to be a part of your child's life. Facts, your yeah. child chose not. Your child didn't choose to be here. Or I think to it's be in always, this relationship right, with this person either. I think it's always important to mm-hmm. choose someone that can embrace you fully. And mm-hmm. being a parent is fully embracing you. Mm-hmm. And if that person just continues to ignore that aspect of your life, I personally wouldn't choose that person to be in my life. Because I've seen the effects of how that can affect a child. Mm-hmm. One of our close friends, her her stepmom, Never really respected her. her stepmom's family never really showed her any of true love, and mm-hmm. I see how it affects her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have a relationship that she wants to have with that woman, right. and she's fine with that and she you know used to ask her dad like how come you didn't step in at times when things were happening, And her dad was just like, "I thought y'all would figure it out. It's mm-hmm. not for a child to figure that out
1: That's a fact, All you know, so All
0: right.
1: on to the next.
0: Dear Kadeen and DeVal, Mm -hmm. first off, love you guys to pieces and have been following since Instagram videos to start start off your YouTube page. I am a 26-year-old Jamaican-American tourist from New York City, and my man is a 27-year-old Puerto Rican-Jamaican-American Sagittarius. I clearly like playing with fire. Yes, indeed. I'm writing this letter because my friends don't like my man. We've been dating for almost two years, and the first year was great. But in November 2021, he dropped a bomb. He told me the day before his birthday shower. The day before his, (laughs) he told me the day before his baby shower that he was having a baby with his ex. I confided in my friends because I don't know why you would ever do that, Mm -hmm. because it was devastating, and they have become my biggest support system. Mm -hmm. After a month apart, I chose to continue the relationship, Mm -hmm. and that's always happens. You choose. You choose to continue, but your friends don't want to. Mm -hmm. I have worked through the feelings of betrayal and deceit, but my friends cannot get over it. They hold it against him to the point where one of my friends was told. Uh, has told me not to bring him around. Even my friends that haven't met him don't want me to be with him. He has been doing the work to be more open and honest and he has reassured me of the co-parenting relationship he has with his ex so I don't have any issues with that anymore. Although I have moved on, my friends cannot. He is aware of one of my friends not being his biggest fan but I haven't told him how the rest of my friends feel about him. Most of my friends are in relationships. We go out together frequently And now that I'm with him, I would like to invite him out with us or on our trips. I don't know what to do to change my friend's perception of him. Please help. Signed, stuck between a rock and a hard place.
1: Ah, sis. That's a surefire way to cause a divide. Man,
0: fuck that. All your friends talking you, about something, don't bring him around because of this and that. I can sure guarantee you away. they done been through some shit that y'all don't know about that they won't ever tell y'all because y'all will be the same way. That Them fact. holding that against that man for that long and, and being the be all and end all he can't be around is wild corny, son. Wild corny. Yes. That, do y'all remember Diary Give of Give
1: people a- grace, sis.
0: No, no, no. Come What's on, the you Remember Why Did I Get Married? When they all sat at the table and people yes. started airing dirty laundry. Right. It's always the people who got the most to say, who judge other people's relationship the most who got the most dirty laundry. That's a fact. Like who yeah, who are you that. to judge somebody we can else's relationship? Guarantee
1: that. Exactly. That's
0: wild corny Yeah, son. your
1: friends are gonna have to get over that shit, sis. Like for real. But this is also too why you just do not divulge that information. You know how many times Deval and I have been, like I said, married, divorced, remarried, divorced within the same relationship, and nobody knows.
0: We ain't tell nobody.
1: Not one person.
0: For that reason. There was no reason for them to know. No. And people love to pass judgment and project their issues onto other people when they know that they're going through the same things.
1: Within the devastation, within the, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening moment that you had with the finding out the baby. Because that's a big doozy. That is a pretty big doozy. I'm not going to even take away from the fact that that was pretty catastrophic. But at the same time. You and him had to work that out. Facts. Like y'all had to work that out.
0: Nobody nobody so, has yeah. the right to say unless now To this be is this thing. and if juror. If, if your boyfriend that. did something disrespectful to your friends and they don't want to be around him, I get that. Right. I get that. But if y'all are working on your own relationship and y'all say y'all cool, they have no right to tell you he can't come around. Like that's the that's the the wildest shit I ever heard in my life yeah like then people don't have the right to do that to other people right and even
1: if they're not telling him that he can't come around i can just envision it being a thing where he does come around and everyone's making it uncomfortable everyone's making it awkward everyone's whispering to the side that in itself too is enough for him to feel like yo i don't have to be around this neither right or want to be around it who would want to be around that
0: and we've seen we've seen what happens when people do that
1: Mm -hmm. when people
0: point the finger at other people where their relationship ain't right don't bring them and then years go by and what happens their relationship Yep. And say so, wait a minute Weren't you the same person Telling me that I shouldn't Accept this Weren't you the same person Telling me I should watch out For this What happened What happened, what happened? I say all that to say this Number one Like my wife said When you going through stuff With your significant other Do not be so fast To spread that information To your friends and family Because it's not so easy For them to forget mm-hmm. That's number Period. one Period Number two If you happen to be The friends and the family your job is to be an advocate for your friend or family member's happiness, not be the judge on their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You, you, no one has a right to sit up on a pulpit and say, you shouldn't be living like that. That's why Kadena and I literally say we don't really like saying that we give relationship or advice or we, we consider ourselves relationship goals because there's no one relationship that fits everybody. You have to look and find what works for you. And if you're able to give grace and forgive and move on and build a happy life, who is someone else to tell you that they don't they don't respect what you're building, so don't bring that person around. That's right. wild corny, son.
1: Wild corny. However, on the reverse side of things, too, nobody wants to see their friend be a doormat. Nobody wants True. to see their friend be taken advantage of. Nobody wants to see somebody who they love and genuinely care about in a place of hurt. So I understand the shock that your friends might have had in that moment that. and all that. However, at some point, let's give a little grace. Realize that this is the situation. You decided to stick around. Friends, she decided to stick around. What can you be other than a listening ear, a shoulder to cry on, all that good stuff. Let's try to make amends, y'all.
0: I have a question. What do they think is going to happen about don't bring him around? So now, either two things are going to happen. Either she's going to bring him around, y'all going to have an attitude. Mm-hmm. Or she's going to stop coming around and spend time with him. Absolutely. So you're willing to not be friends with someone because of what they choose to do in their own relationship? That part. That's crazy. Wild. It's crazy.
1: On that note, I think we need another break, y'all, because y'all about to, whew, about to take me out.
0: I wish somebody would tell me not to come around because if Kadeen is around, all right, y'all ain't going to see me then.
1: Yeah, that's what happens next. <laughs> then the divide really happens. We'll be right back, y'all. Let's take a break because let me come back. Got to gather myself after that. (laughs) All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this near yes near the og that i used for years has now leveled up and they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing my personal favorite
0: But all year long.
1: That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart.
0: That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine.
1: think we got about two more in the tank for we got y'all two more. we got two more yeah we got time for two more for sure hey kadeen and deval my fiance and i are both in the navy and we have a five-year-old son together we've been together for eight years and during this time i've been deployed three times and he's currently on his second deployment for the first three years of our son's life we were stationed about four hours apart so 90 percent of the work of parenting was on me our son is autistic and raising him has been a challenge to say the least like I mentioned earlier, my fiance is deployed and I'm currently resenting him because I hate mm. the role of being a single parent of a special needs child. Mm. I'm depressed and suicidal, wow. While well, he gets the freedom of not having to deal with these struggles.
0: He's deployed.
1: When I, depl- when I deployed, our son was not at school, so he went to live with my sister, so my fiance's never had to experience the single parent struggles. Am I wrong for wishing that he knew what, he knew what this feels like? He knows how challenging our son is and I know he's not gone by choice but the resentment is still here and I feel like shit about it. I haven't I have not expressed my feelings because I understand how stressful deployments are and I don't want him to feel bad about this because he's an amazing dad. Our wedding is next May back in my home island Antigua. Oh, I can't wait to get to Antigua. And I don't want to go into marriage with these feelings. Am I wrong for feeling like this? Please help. Sis Yes People are not in their children's life for shitty ass reasons. Like they just don't want to be like they just want to be a deadbeat because they just don't want to have the responsibility. He's deployed.
0: She said he has the freedom to be deployed. Like, can you hear Like, I like, guess. Like girl,
1: girl, <laughs> girl, Man, I just, girl. He
0: has the freedom to be deployed. That's crazy.
1: I can understand if you weren't in the military and you were married to someone in the military and then you felt like, okay, man, this is like what it is. But you both understand what it's like to be deployed. So when the tables turn and you are deployed and he is home, you're resentful at the fact that he's gotten help because he was with your sister. Is there a way for you to find help maybe to help alleviate some of that? But you can't be mad at him and blame him. It
0: sounds like for that. It sounds like she has resentment because... It's gonna sound crazy. Her son is autistic. He's a lot to deal with. Mm-hmm. And she has to deal with it. And she's projecting her anger on her husband who's not there deployed. Mm-hmm. She's upset because her son is autistic and she has to deal with that. So who can she be upset at? Her husband. The person closest, the closest to person her. The person closest to her. That's what it sounds like to me. Now, I'm not a therapist, but it sounds like there are some issues there that need to be dealt with internally. But growing resentment toward your spouse while he's fighting for you guys and and his country all of us is heartbreaking bro. yeah like she says, she's depressed and i mean maybe her depression comes from something else i think she needs to go get therapy to find out where her depression comes from but when you try to figure out on your own why you are depressed you start to look at things in your life and then you try to say well that's that it right that's there. the reason why it's my son and it's my husband that this is why i'm depressed where it could be an imbalance somewhere, you know, or yeah. it could be something that deep rooted happened in you early on that you can't right. understand. And that's true. Maybe that's I mean, a problem.
1: I, I have nothing but the utmost respect for those who serve our country. Facts. So first and foremost is thank you for that. Um, but I also wouldn't know the detriment of what you guys endure and how that affects you. Right. And there may be something else underlying, like you said, and it's now manifesting yeah. itself in the form of being frustrated with your son um, and being frustrated with your husband. So, I think it's a little unfair for you to say that, you know, he's you're out here living this single parent life while he's just deployed. Um, Yeah, that's. that's I don't think that's that's fair. That's yeah, that's that's unfair. I don't think that's fair. But the resentment does need to be dealt with because, like you said, if you're going to be entering into a marriage, you definitely don't want to enter into it with these feelings either. You know, and like I said, people are not in their children's life for far, right? Far shittier excuses, you know. So, um, than
0: actually fighting for his country, like that's yeah that's crazy and and you know i I, it sounds to me like her depression is coming from something else she needs to figure out what it is i'm pretty sure if she sat down and thought about it she wouldn't be upset at her son and her husband Mm -hmm. there's something else there that we don't know Mm -hmm. you know like this is not enough context for us to understand Mm -hmm. but there is something deeper there that she really needs to deal with because i can't even imagine a soldier saying that someone else had the freedom to deploy Mm -hmm. she knows Mm-hmm. What it's like to be deployed and away from your family. So she knows that, that that that's not freedom. Right. So there must be something going on there, and she's trying to express how to deal with it. Yeah, and I, I mean think she needs to talk yeah. to someone. And
1: as moms, as dads, as parents, we have our moments of frustration. Trust me. Yeah. Like when Deval's not here and he's on set filming, and I'm here with the four boys. I do have my moments when I'm like, "Bro, you're on break right now because you're 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 filming. Yeah. You know, you're away living your dream and and doing your job that you wanted to do, and this is the career you chose. While I'm at home with the kids, trying to juggle. But at the same time, too, I have to understand can that that's ex- work. Can
0: someone explain to me work. what that is, though? You
1: know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. It's just a thing where it's always like a thing where whose life sucks more in the moment.
0: But is that a is that a mom like, thing though? Because dads don't say stuff like well, my wife gets she has the freedom to go to work, and I'm here. Like why? Why do we hear so many? I it depends
1: on the many? person. I think it depends on the person because it can be the same. The same can be said for a dad who's at home just overwhelmed with watching their kids, and then the wife is on a business trip or something. I don't but think we, it's necessarily your mom or dad But we thing. talked
0: about even Michelle Obama when she said, you know, being the wife of the president, you know, you feel like you have, you feel like you're a single mom. And it's like, well, he's out here running the entire country. <laughs> no. and You know what I'm saying? And you're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, wow, even in him sitting at the highest seat in the land, he, mm-hmm. he gets a knock, knock from his wife for not being a present father. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's not what she was saying, but it's almost like, yeah. how, how is that? like your thought process because i don't under, that's never my thought process when when you're away i'm mm-hmm. never thinking oh Kadine gets a chance to go work on events and host stuff while i'm here with the boys cuz it mm-hmm. does flip mm-hmm. i don't understand how that becomes your thought process when i'm away but that's never my thought process you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm
1: just talking about when things get stressful. I, trust me, I'm not speaking from a place of, damn, I hate when Deval is filming, because I'm he's free you doing are. that. I'm not saying you are. No, I'm trying that, to explain like, what I said that? too, but at the same time too, it's like when you're in a moment of maybe frustration, or there's a bunch of things happening at one time in whatever environment you're in. So I could be at work, and there's a bunch of things that are demanding and deadlines and everything, and I'm by myself dealing with it. It's easy to just deflect or take it out on the person who is near to you or the person who is closest to you, and that's your spouse. So regardless of what it is, whether it's with the kids or whether it's work, I think that sometimes when the pressure is mounting and it's about to bubble over and you kind of feel like, oh, my God, the walls are closing in around me. You just naturally feel like the person, a.k.a. your spouse, who's in another environment is just chilling.
0: Right. So what I'm saying is I understand all that. What I'm saying is, is that where do you think that comes from? Because even, you know, people make jokes about if you want to see your wife get upset, just go take a nap. And it's like your wife can't see you enjoying yourself because if your wife sees you enjoying yourself, she just instantly gets mad. Um, where do you know. think that that comes from?
1: I don't know. You got to speak to them people about that because I actually enjoy you getting sleep. I enjoy getting you you getting rest. So I'm not sure where that comes from. Maybe I can write. I'm saying You've never know. heard
0: that. You've never heard that before.
1: I've never heard the whole um, a wife and the nap thing. No, I've never cap. heard that before. That's not cap. That's cap. I've never heard that statement Guys, before. She's capping
0: right now. She's capping. You've never you've never heard. You've I've never, never heard, heard that. Th- you've never heard the saying of that. A woman will never be happy if they see you having a good time. You've never heard that. We watched Kevin Hart do the whole thing about how when he goes away with his guys and his uh-huh. wife calls, he got to act sad because he can't see, oh, well, she can't see. I don't see. recall, but- I You mean, don't recall that? No,
1: I don't. All I'm right. being completely honest. I don't recall that. Cap. But... All right, let's
0: go to the next. <laughs> go to the next listening room. All
1: right, y'all. I guess I'm capping.
0: I'll go to the next. Yeah, we'll go to the next one. <clears throat> we'll leave that alone, Cap. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, guys. <laughs> your most recent episodes about dad's parenting make me think about the trust issues I have with my mother-in-law and sisters-in-law. Quick background. My husband and I are an interracial couple. I'm white and he's black. He grew up completely different. I was sheltered and he was able to do pretty much anything he wanted. We have three beautiful girls and he actually parents more like I do where he, we shelter our kids. His family is a little more rough around the edges. They talk to their kids crazy, allow their kids to listen to explicit music, watch all kinds of music videos, have the nine and 10 year olds take the toddlers down the street to the gas station, smoke around them, etc. We have never allowed them to watch our kids because we don't trust them. Never actually told them that, but we distance ourselves. We even moved 40 minutes away so that we were just too far for them to drive to our house. Wow, y'all, y'all not playing. My husband has tried to ask them to filter these things around our kids, but they brush them off and do what they want anyways. We see them on holidays and birthdays for a few hours each time, which is good enough for us. We are doing, uh, are we doing harm to our kids by not allowing them to be around this family? Are we sheltering them too much or are we within reason? I guess they keep their kids alive, but I'm so worried about our kids being exposed to too much. Thank (laughs) you.
1: She said, I guess they keep their kids alive. (laughs) Child, the shade. But I get it. Hey, as a parent, nothing that anybody tells you is too much or too little for what you want for your children. Because what nobody could do is come in here and tell me what to do with my children and how to raise them and what they can and cannot be exposed to. Period. The question is, does your husband have an issue with it? Is what I'm wondering. Seems like he don't. And he doesn't. Okay. So I say that to say, let them do what they think is great for their children. Y'all move accordingly and do what's great for yours. If you feel like holidays are the times and birthdays and events are the only times that you want to interact with them, maybe until your children are a little bit older and they're more exposed to certain things. Y'all got enough to deal with with kids in school. For example, like I'm worried about what my kids are going to be exposed to being around 20-something other kids on a day-to-day basis. There's but so much sheltering that you can do considering the world that we live in now. But as a parent, you are well within your right to decide what you want your kids to be exposed to and what timeline you choose to raise exposure or not.
0: Absolutely. I agree with my wife. Um, no one can tell you how to raise your kids. But there are consequences for sheltering your children too much. That's for example, as well. Kadeen was a RA R. D. A. D. and she used to say all the time it's always the sheltered kids that mm-hmm. get to college and those are the kids i end up in the hospital with because of alcohol poisoning because they didn't know how to act and the minute they got some freedom mm-hmm. they went ham
1: and you got three girl sis mm-hmm. them be the ones
0: and and i'm just gonna Trust be me. honest it's it is the sheltered kids that i've noticed through 10 years of mentorship mm-hmm. who struggle when it's time to make adjustments later on in life so typically the fork in the road is middle school Mm -hmm. and i've noticed from just dealing with well i've dealt with boys and girls because we've had the 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 track the prototype track team which was all girls but i've noticed that once they hit middle school and they start to get influences from outside people the sheltered people find a way to hide what they truly want to do from their parents and the parents often feel like oh well my son or my daughter is not ex- exposed to that, so I don't have to worry about those conversations. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, those children are participating in things that you would never believe the parents mm-hmm. have no idea that they're doing. And then by the no. time you get to high yep. school, mm-hmm. it's a wrap.
1: Now, that's no cap. <laughs>
0: no. no. That's Seriously, no cap. that's no cap. Not, not No cap at all. Mm-hmm. Not like the cap Kadeem was doing on the last question. Oh, but, Lord. <laughs> I, I, I really believe in it. it's not just a, a young girl thing. It's the same thing for guys. Mm-hmm. You know how many parents, because I have to do, I used to do uh, report card checks, Facebook checks, Instagram checks, and I used to go up to schools.
1: Some Snapchat checks. So,
0: them Snapchat checks.
1: Wild. And and okay. going up
0: to school and meeting parent, meeting students, and I mean, meeting teachers and teachers saying, oh, so you're so-and-so's mentor. And I'm just like, yeah. And they're like, oh, well, let me tell you what's going on with so-and-so. Mm-hmm and then i find out and then when you hear the parents like my, my son would never and then i'm like well according to his snapchat
1: receipts that
0: you don't check this is him literally doing all the things that you right. said he doesn't do
1: and you're like i didn't even know he had a snapchat yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly what's an also detriment i noticed with children who are sheltered too much is that they have hard times making decisions ooh they have a hard time making decisions for themselves and they're expecting mom and dad to always be one to be there to tell them what to do in all circumstances or mom and dad are going to have to come and talk to this professor because I don't know what to say in this moment. And then they leave their children unable to free think, to problem solve, to decipher, you know, what they should do in a particular scenario. That is a detriment in being too sheltered as well.
0: I'm gonna leave that at that because I feel like we can do a whole podcast and we should Mm. on when too much exposure, when exposure is too much exposure. Right. Because there's also the converse that if you do expose kids too much and they become too mature, they try things too early. Right. The truth of the matter is, you have to have a maturity in how you expose things to your children, and we should talk about that more in depth. But for the sake of this listener letter, yes, miss. You have young children. There is no one else in the world that can tell you how to parent your children because mm-hmm. you spend the most time with them. Mm-hmm. Just make sure that you are doing yourself a service and you're a service by educating yourself on what are the best practices to help, uh, I don't want to say matriculate them into society, but have them assimilate into society. Right without being overwhelmed when they can do it mm-hmm. without you with the overstimulation you know what i'm saying sure. so make sure that you find ways to introduce them to things that you think it's may balance, be harmful for sure uh, harmful to them right. in the future. and
1: age appropriateness of course yes yeah because what we don't want is for that shelter to implode
0: but but if and, and if her husband don't want his kids around his family, that's a decision he makes. There may that's be something true. he knows. He knows too. He probably be like, you know, probably be like yeah, yeah, this is
1: what we're going to do. We're going to move 40 minutes away because my right. parents and my family ain't shit. So right. If he's in agreement with
0: all of that and that's a decision y'all make, don't feel bad about it. Fast. It would be different though if he was just like, my wife made me move out here and I'm trying to get the kids to y'all. Right. That's a whole different topic. Right.
1: That's a whole other topic for another day. All right, y'all, these are great. Please continue to keep writing in. And I know that we probably can't get to every single listener letter, but I do enjoy having Mm -hmm. these listener letter episodes because sometimes two is just not enough at the end of a podcast when we're speaking about some whole nother topic. So keep them coming. We enjoy seeing them. I know Tribble loves sifting through them to pull some topics for us to talk about. And if you want to be featured as a listener letter, be sure to email us at deadassadvice at gmail.com.
0: That's D-E-A-D-A-S-S-A-D-V-I-C-E. At gmail.com.
1: All right. Moment of truth time. Do we have any moment of truths based off of, I guess it could be any of the listener letters that we've had or any, um, thing in general.
0: My moment of truth is about seeking advice, right? Mm -hmm. If you're really looking to uh, seek advice about how to be the best partner Mm -hmm. to your partner, seek within. Mm -hmm. I, you know, we appreciate you asking us for advice. Take our perspective with a grain of salt Yeah, please, because we are never the be all, the (laughs) ends all, um, these, these situations, the same exact letter with a little different twist might have a different outcome for, from us. Right. So don't take it as you have to listen to everything we say and do it this way in order to be successful. No. Seek, seek the truth for what you want out of your relationships within, never without.
1: Yeah. And also just be careful and be mindful of who you're speaking to and who you're venting to and who you're getting advice mm-hmm. from. Because for example, Deval and I are only given these perspectives based off of what you tell us and based off of our life experiences. Right. And the things that we've been exposed right. to as well throughout our entire lives. Mm-hmm. So again, take it with a grain of salt and just be mindful of who you're divulging to, who you're seeking advice from, because sometimes it just may not be in your best interest. Facts. All right. Be sure to follow us on social media if you have not been doing so already ass the podcast on instagram which i love the pages continuing to grow and we're yes, trying to ma'am. post on there and keep that going for you guys so thank you for engaging there and then you can find me on kadeen i am
0: and i am deval and if you're listening on apple Podcasts, be sure to rate review and subscribe deadass deadass is a production of iheart media podcast network and is produced by denora pena and tribble follow the podcast on social media at Ass the podcast and never miss a thing
1: Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.
0: It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. One at Flatiron Plaza in New York City and one at Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's a perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black lead products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it.